This is our first follow-up episode of the Lindsay Busiak case. Here we go over some of the media clips that have been released over the years. The Crime Stoppers video, a Saanich Police press conference, a news report, a clip from the Dateline episode, and a clip from our own podcast. They are all presented in chronological order. On the one-year anniversary of Lindsay's death, a Crime Stoppers video was released. Police urgently need your help to fight crime in our community. Watch this Czech News Crime Stoppers reenactment. On Saturday, February 2nd, 2008, 24-year-old Victoria Realtor Lindsay Buziak had made arrangements to show the house located at 1702 D'Souza Place in Saanich. Buziak had received a cold call from a female with an accent regarding purchase of this million-dollar property. Buziak did not know the prospective buyers and had a sense of uneasiness. Shortly after 5.30pm, the prospective buyers arrived at the home and met with Lindsay in the driveway. The male was described as a Caucasian and tall, and the female as Caucasian in the 30s with blonde hair wearing a red, black and white patterned dress. Lindsay Buziak was murdered in the upstairs bedroom. If you or anybody you know has information concerning the murder of Lindsay Buziak, please call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477. One year after that video, on the second year anniversary of Lindsay's death, the Saanich Police held a press conference. Lindsay Elizabeth Buziak was murdered at 6 p.m. on February 2, 2008. She was showing a home at 1702 to sue the place to a man and a woman interested in purchasing. This was a ruse. Lindsay was intentionally targeted. She was intentionally lured to the home, and she was intentionally killed. After exhaustively investigating this crime for the past two years, this is what we know. Lindsay was working as a real estate agent when she got a call from a woman wishing to see a home for sale on a suitable place. Arrangements to view the home were made, and Lindsay met a man and a woman just before 6 p.m. on February 2, 2008. Just prior to meeting these potential clients, Lindsay made a phone call to her boyfriend, Jason Salem, who agreed to meet her at the house. After the call with Lindsay, Jason and a friend went to the Susan place to ensure the viewing went well. He made a phone call to Lindsay just before arriving, which she could not answer. When they got to the home, they found the front door locked, but could see shoes inside the foyer. No one came to the door. Jason called 911, requesting police check Lindsay's welfare. But prior to police arriving, Jason and his friend had entered the home and found Lindsay's body in an upstairs bedroom. Jason and his friend have been ruled out as suspects. Several other people have been considered persons of interest in the trial, but as of this time, none are deemed to be suspects. Soon after that, we have this news report. What investigators have held back until now is what they know about the minutes before and after the killing. 
Detectives say Lindsay arrived at the house around 5.30 and met a man and a woman. Once they got into the upstairs portion of the home, which is no longer visible from the street through these open windows, the attack appears to have immediately occurred. Within 10 minutes of entering the house, Lindsay Buziak was dead. Investigators say her killers escaped through the back door of the home, most certainly with blood on their clothes. And for the first time, investigators are acknowledging how Lindsay's body was discovered and by whom. Police say Jason Zalo, Lindsay's former boyfriend, arrived at the home with a friend to meet her to sign some legal documents. Detectives say Zalo suspected something was wrong. His text messages to Lindsay went unanswered. And despite seeing Lindsay's car in the driveway, Zalo could see no one in the home. September 16th, 2010, the Dateline episode featuring Lindsay's case is aired. This is Jason Zalo speaking on Dateline. Jason drove up minutes later, around 5.45. From his front seat, he says he saw something through the front door of the house. It's like kind of smoke glass, and I saw a few uh, people in, in, in the front entranceway. You saw, what, outlines of people through the glass? Yes, yeah. You couldn't tell how many people? I would say two. Then, in 2016, we have Detective Horsley on case four. Um, one thing off the top of my head, I know on the podcast it mentioned uh, when the witnesses showed up at the murder house that, you know, there was people seen through obscured glass. Um, the fact of the matter is the people were actually seen. Um, the door was open and the witnesses actually observed uh, the male suspect exiting the house. So um, just lots of little things that, you know, we've tried to clarify. I certainly have had a lot of discussions with Jeff Buziak over the years. 